personal truth. I think at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, that's all we have, our own truth. We're the only ones that have to look ourselves in the mirror. At the end of the day, we're the only ones that can change who we are. We can get assistance, we can get help. However, if you want to change and you truly want to change, the only person that can do that is you. You are the only person who can understand your belief systems. You're the only person that can understand your perspective and every single perspective is individual. I started these series of podcasts trying to find some answers for society at large, however, for myself as well, trying to clarify, trying to have a greater understanding. And I must admit, I have got a greater understanding of myself, of my own belief systems, of the things that I do that shape who I am. However, there's no real truth in religion or spirituality because it's all personal perspective. Martin joins us again. And this one, we solve it five minutes in. It's your own personal truth. However, how do we reach that truth? How do we reach our sovereign selves and why are we so afraid to do that? Why, do we, why are we based in fear and turning away from that? You know, and personal truth is an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing because not a lot of us face it. We choose to distract ourselves and not do it, you know, or we do something else to sabotage or we don't do anything because doing nothing is also a choice. It's interesting. I'm, I'm a bit reflective. Uh, you know, we had the biggest month of the podcast last month. However, the contradiction about this is, is I'm an extroverted introvert. The fact that more people downloaded the podcast than ever before last month doesn't make, make me jump for joy. It actually freaks me out a little bit. However, there's a part of me that has to do this, and I'm not too sure the who, what, when, where, why of that. However, my personal truth is that I'm trying to be as genuine as I can be and, you know, try not to be a, live a performative life because that's not who I am, you know. Even though I am a teacher and I suppose I do live a performative life to a point, you understand what I mean. I'm not, it would be rare that you see a photo of me on social media. It will be rare that I flout anything. I'm just trying to share knowledge and information and, you know, these and look, I've, I've denied opportunities to the podcast because of that. It's like, double down, hustle, rah, rah, No, it's sort of actually, whilst I accept that on a personal level, I don't want the infinite profit, fill the world with bullshit game. I actually detest it at a, at a high level, you know, to the point where I have had stickers made, I've had t-shirts made, I've given them all away. It cost me out of my pocket and I haven't sold any of them, I gave them all away. You know, that's not a good business model. However, it's, this isn't about business. This is about trying to seek personal truth and personal understanding. Look, there might be an unsupervised around this. Uh, not too sure. Trying to tee up a couple more interviews uh, with some very interesting guests. However, we might turn back off this path a little bit and go back down the megalith rabbit hole or something like that because there's been interesting stuff being revealed there. That's it for me, guys. A bit of a longer intro than usual. However, I hope all is well. Look after yourselves. Stay safe. Be cool. And we'll talk soon. Cheers. Can't do much about the government's policies. Can't do much about the heresies. 
Can't do too much to stop the squeeze on society When you're all out of touch You can't have much to say We can put a man on the moon But we can't find a cure for starvation Everybody's passing the buck And there's no realization Will it like being impossible But there ain't no harm in trying Say it like being impossible But I'm gonna die trying Can't do much about the birth of a new age Can't do much about the old days Can't do much about the equal and opposite reaction Can't do much about that satisfaction I don't know much about it I didn't listen too much There's no use in denying your piece of luck Will it like being impossible? There ain't no use in hiding But I say, hey, man, ain't this like being impossible? But I'm gonna die trying Can't do much about what's gonna happen today And you can't do much about yesterday Can't say much against some angry individual You can't say much against the majority Is there any use shouting about it? Mate, welcome back. Took you years to get out here, and, and you're back in two weeks. Yeah, it's addictive, man. <laughs> <laughs> Where else can you go and just talk bullshit? Yeah, well, exactly. And get away with it. Exactly, when, exactly. When people that. like it. Exactly, and in, a, in an awesome space as well, you know. Absolutely. Uh, this one is really just a bit of an extension of the conversation we had. You know, the, mm. the, the last podcast may have stopped after whatever it was, two hours, however... The conversation kept going over the phone um, and we've had some interesting experiences uh, together and personally on a spiritual level and understanding level in the past few weeks. And, you know, we wanted to, because I think the, the question originated with like, is is, is Jesus real, right? And, <laughs> and what is true in the Bible, right? So mm. the, the question tonight and we've purposely not talked about this, haven't we, mate? We've been very purposely. good. We've been very good. We've been very good boys. We didn't want to leave it on the on the table. So, yeah. 
truth inspired can't even say truth inspired truth in spirituality dot dot question mark beautiful right yeah because look straight off the top we're in danger of a lot of this stuff being fucking bullshit mate on one level mm. and we're in danger of speaking a lot of bullshit yeah. on the other level <laughs> Well, we're Aussies, mate. Bullshit's going to be spoken. There's nothing we can do about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because the last podcast that I released was with Matty Noonan, and, he, and his take on it is that, you know, on a molecular level, it, it doesn't really have any meaning, and that's the that's the contradiction of human existence is that life doesn't really have any meaning, but we spend our entire lives trying to make meaning out of it, mm. um, which... You know, so if that's true, well, it is true from his perspective. What else is true? Is there truth in spirituality? Is there truth in any of these belief systems? Or or is it just, again, down to personal perspective? You know? Yeah. So where are you at, mate? Where are you at? You've had a a couple couple of weeks to think about it. We've we've been flirting (laughs) with it. Yeah, there's a couple of levels, hey. That's the thing, there's levels. To this there thing. is. There's levels, yeah. On one level, um, if you do continue on from law versus law, mm. where I think we establish that there are absolute laws within this system, this closed within system. Within a three-dimensional system. Well, within any system, but yeah, this is our three-dimensional this, system, yeah. yeah. But didn't we? Didn't and then we, there are but LORES. But didn't we establish that absolute laws are only absolute because of their variability? Totally. A lot of them. Yeah. 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 Well, because of. Mm, well, we. I thought we had established. So let's revisit this. This is a good starting point because mm. I'm starting to sense the truth in spirituality around this as we, as we speak. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, laws. We decided. I thought that let's let's revisit were absolutes within a certain system. Yes. Okay. L-O-R-E's were interpretation, cultural interpretations of those based on a belief system or yes. a perspective, personal perspective. Yes. Okay. Yes. If we can use that as a... As a well, we need to have some sort of basis starting yeah, point. Yeah, base, baseboard. But I think the, the, the... But my memory was that the ones that we could decide were absolute were only absolute in their variability. Yes, I see what you mean now. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. there was many levels, although they were absolute, mm. there was actually mm. many levels within their absolution. Mm. Is that a word? Absolution? It yeah. is now. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we worked out that absolutely if you uh, hit a tree at 120 kilometres an hour, you're going to hurt yourself, but mm. you could drive down the road at 120 kilometres an hour and there's a possibility that the uh, LORE would stop you and fine you for it. Yes, because so, of the danger of hitting the tree. Well, because of the danger that... Yeah, that you might be all stupid the, enough to yeah. hit a tree. All the, all the fear control basis. Fear it, control, whichever, protect yeah, the yeah. people syndrome, which is a cultural interpretation of the uh, law of collision, so mm. to speak, or whatever. Yeah. So, so is there truth in that? Is there truth in either of those things? Is there truth in that you hit the tree, you're going to hurt yourself at 120 kilometers an hour within this system? <clears throat> that, yeah, that's true. Is there true that you're going to get caught by the law? No, that's not true. Exactly. It's possible, though. It's potentially there. Yeah. Mm, mm. 
So one has potentiality and one has absolution. Mm. 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 So is there, so okay then, so, you know, again, we peruse the refinery mm-hmm. and we yeah. have representations of most core spiritual beliefs yeah. of the planet. <clears throat> But is there any truth, or is it, or is it all the fucking same, or mm. is it? Well, where did we land on Jesus? I left that one with you. You know, oh. it's only a small question. I didn't think much about Jesus since we last spoke. However, as I was driving here, something came to me. Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and was it the life?" The way, the truth, and the life, or the way, the truth, and the light? Well, it depends. What did he say? Depends. Oh, I've got no the fucking w- idea, mate, but it depends the, on who interpreted it from Hebrew. But Well, the way, and I am the way, and the truth are two parts that are, you know, that I, I recall yeah. accurately. Mm. And this leads me to think, if we're thinking about spirituality, <clears throat> the only spirituality that's true for me is my spirituality. Mm. I am the way. I am the truth. Mm. And it sort of reflects on something that I saw on a video during the week. Once again, Sadguru, we spoke about him mm. last time, and we started talking in his interesting voices. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, Sadguru came up Trump's again, and I was watching something, and he started talking about religion, and talking about rituals. Right. And he said this. He said, you know, um, did your... I'll try, I'll try not to do it, with, I'll yeah, try please, do it without please, the please Indian please accent. Please do this. It's not trying to offend the Indian people. <laughs> offend them. I think it's actually um, applauding them to tell yes. you the truth. Yes. I really well, do. Uh, I, imitation is the is the best form of flattery like or whatever Absolutely, it is. Yeah. 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 Although there is that joke about the Indian bartender that I must tell sometime. It's quite funny. Well, not, we won't not, tell it not now. Right not now. now. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> he said, did your mother and father teach you to clean your teeth? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's become a, a ritual that most people have continued to embody throughout their whole lives. That's true. Yeah. And it has a benefit. Uh, as It has a good outcome. Mm. You know, keeps your teeth clean, no bad breath, minimal trips to the dentist. But even so, it is a ritual. Yes. Something that's that's learned. And the purpose of it is for, for hygiene. Mm. And then he sort of went on to say, uh, and there are other rituals too that we have in our life. And these rituals, they, some of them work for us and some of them don't work for us. And we have to find the rituals that work for us. Mm. And then he... Sw- you know he's very clever, this guy, in how he speaks, um, and then he switches it over to 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 spirituality, and he says, "Just because I tell you to sit in a certain yoga pose, doesn't mean you have to do it for the rest of your life." Very he true. He says, yeah. "If you need to learn this particular pranic breathing, yes, whatever it might be, yeah, which is going to help you to." switch on a certain chakra, etheric yep. body, energy spiritual system. energy system yep. that is going to help you to understand your own spiritual growth, mm. then I suggest that you could try this for now. 
And when the lesson is learned, yeah. when the message is received, I should say, that lesson is no longer required. Mm. So the truth in ritual really pales when the ritual is no longer required for the knowledge to be assimilated. Right. So then the ritual itself has done its unnecessary. job. Well, it's done its job. So then you have things like churches, religions, etc., which keep the ritual, keep the ritual, keep the ritual, keep yes. the ritual. And but people isn't it are just there the just same, going through the words the and saying the words. The same fucking ritual over and over again, yeah. They're just saying the words, but they're not getting the message. Or the messages have been gotten and they're still saying the words, so they're bound back by that and held back mm. by that the ritual could, yeah. where they could have progressed spiritually mm. by dropping the ritual and picking up another ritual, mm. even a different religion, perhaps, yeah. jumping yeah. from one to the other, whatever suits them at the time. Yeah. So they're the only the only true spirituality then is spirituality is to go within to your own spirit, to your own self. Spirit of self, yeah. Yeah, to yourself. Yeah. So I am the way yeah. and the truth. I am God, you are God, and we are God. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. Well, that's just the end of the podcast moment. No, <laughs> we can't do something else. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, yeah. I think you're accurate. And... Because the the interpret, I think it comes down to interpretation as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we did have a bit of a discussion about you being part of a Pentecostal church there for a while, mm-hmm. and that word of the Bible mm-hmm. for a certain period of time was mm-hmm. very useful and very powerful. Mm. Very good example. It yet, came to my mind too as well as I was speaking. Yet now, mm. you don't useless you, to me now. Yeah, yeah. But at that at, at that, that point in time, I needed that ritual. Mm. Mm. I personally, me, mm. that ritual, as I said last time, was, was, I think I said it was a, an awakening of my spirit, but it wasn't an awakening of my spirit. I think we said it was a, me awakening to my spirit, which was already awake yes. going, hello there, yes. I'm waiting for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that, that path at that point in time was a path for me. Yeah. And I think we also mentioned that when I didn't leave that path, when I felt I should have. It, it began not to serve you. And I ended up getting excommunicated. <laughs> do you remember that bit? <laughs> yeah. So I do remember We did that. mention that. So yeah. spirit was strong. And spirit said, no, 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 no. This ritual is done for you. Yeah. You no longer have to do this. And uh, thank you, spirit, mm. that you got me thrown out because I'm just like a dog with a bone. You, wouldn't let, you weren't going to let it go. And I wasn't going to let it go. <laughs> I mean, you know, my my ego self said, well, if I believe this, then where else can I go? Yeah. But my spirit self was saying, yeah, but there's more. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am now if I hadn't let that bone go. Exactly. And where I am now, I like. Mm. 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 Do you think there's... Um one of the one of the other guests on the podcast, Brendan Murphy, was he was talking about do you get when we talk about ritual, um, which then forward affect other aspects of your existence. There, the, you have comfort rituals as well, where you don't want to get out of those comfort rituals, and I think it sort of lends to what you're saying there because if you hang on to something too long. It will turn on you. Everything you know, mm-hmm. there is there is a, a positive and a negative to pretty much everything. Mm. 
And I think spirituality and or magic, for want of a better description, is neutral, right? It can Mm. be used Mm. in whatever way it can be interpreted. It's just energy. It's just energy, man. Everything is energy. Mm. So, you know, and, you know, we can't always come back to the great contradiction of human existence is that we, we strive to be comfortable, yet true growth only becomes uh, possible through discomfort, through contrast, through... Yeah, getting out of your comfort zone. Getting out of the comfort zone. Uh, bone. Comfort zone. bone. <laughs> the comfort zone. Experiencing something else. Into the crumple zone. Into the crumple zone. And I think, you know, you said something... You know, the, I, the truth in spirituality is that it's a personal journey. I think that is, and it doesn't matter what form it takes. You know, you could have any mm. form. You know what I mean? Pick a religion, pick a denomination, pick a version. You know, you know. I think I've said it once in these series of podcasts, more probably more than once, and I'll say it again. It's like at last count, there's over five thousand gods worshipped on this planet. Mm. You know. However, yours is the right one. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and that is true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we do say that in jest many times, but in context of this conversation, yes, yours is the right one. Mm, but it's and you. And mine is the right one. But it's you. It's and not. his one is the right one and her one is the oh, right no. one because that's the right one for that person. Mm. Mm. So is where we need more tolerance in the world. Yeah, well, I think it... it why, you know, okay. So I think we're, we're diverting a little bit, but I think it's still a relevant conversation. It's like, why can't we just accept that? You know, we why can't we accept that each person's truth is their own? Um, oh, yeah. You know, because wouldn't that lead to, to greater understanding? Mm. And it's going to be variable because of society, because of culture, because of belief systems, all those sorts of things. Um, you know, I think one of the basis of these series of podcasts, and I'm not too sure when they're going to end, <laughs> probably <laughs> never, yeah. is trying to chase an idea. Like, is there a? I'm I'm chasing an idea. I'm chasing a an idea of truth. An idea of can we have our own personal beliefs? However, will we ever be able to see truth together? You know what I mean. It, it will, is there a? Will we be? Able, will we ever be able to get over that? Because the scary thing is, man, and like you know, some of the conversations we've been having, you know, law versus law, the, the science and spirituality. There's all this stuff that we've been talking about in here, and it's 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 deep level, high level stuff because. We're openly questioning our own belief systems and talking mm. about it because mm. through these conversations, and we've had these off the mic as well, it's like, well, I thought that going in, but now I don't think that, you know? Yeah, that's okay too, though. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Isn't that what it's about? Mm. However, but people, is it that, okay, <laughs> is it that, People's either inability or the society that we've created to ensure that people do not embrace their own sovereign truth 
So therefore they latch on to these spiritual truths, you know, Jesus was here and all that sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever story, pick pick the story, mm-hmm. you know, the eight-armed elephant or, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the giant spaghetti monster in the sky. The cultural L-O-R-E yeah, in, what, in which you were brought up. Yes. So is it... Or were attracted to. Yeah. Is it an inability or to... Or is it that scary? Because it is fucking scary to deny, to accept your own sovereign truth. Like, mm. that's, mm. A, that's a terrifying moment when you realise that 99% of all your problems are your fault. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Like, all, yeah, 99? What do you mean yeah. 99? <laughs> 100. <laughs> there's a funny thing about, about having a problem. Mm. Every time you have a problem, there's one common denominator. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah, are yeah. in it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if yeah. you were not there, it would not be <laughs> the more problem. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah. like to answer a question that you asked earlier. Why is it that we can't accept other people's spirituality? Mm. I think that is because our own ego needs to... Well, there's several reasons. One reason is because our own ego needs to reinforce our own belief. Yeah. It needs to... You know, it's like you buy a new car. All of a sudden, you see all cars the same as the one you just bought on the road, and Absolutely. it reinforces Absolutely, your yeah. your ego saying, yeah. "Oh yeah, I made the right decision." Yeah, I made everyone the right else decision. has got one of those. Yeah, my God, everyone else is driving a something else. Mm. Maybe I should have bought one of those. And yeah. that's that that insecurity that we have within ourselves that that drives us even to warfare. Yes, to protect our own belief systems. Yes. When what we don't realize is that belief system is transitory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or should be transitory. Should be transitory, yeah. 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 It's like like a dream or a thought process that goes through. At the time, the thought is important. It's real. You explore it. Yep. But then you make room for the next one to come through. Yes. So when you hang on to those thoughts and you obsess on those mm-hmm. things, Particularly if it be something, a fear or a control thing or, a, yeah. you know. If it's based oh, in negativity. Know, did I say the right thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you turn that thought into a thought form and that thought form starts to eat away at you mm-hmm. and then it takes on a life of its own. The mm-hmm. next thing you're being controlled by and then you manifest it. Exactly. Well, it, it's interesting, right? I, well, there's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I say I say to um, my classes sometimes, it's like, have we got any people that worry a lot in the room? You know, the, you know there's people like that. They worry about everything. Oh, excuse me. Thanks for the Pellegrino, but it just made right, me I've got some more cans yeah. over here. <laughs> it's delicious, but it just, just very, bought it. It's very effervescent. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to interrupt with uh, a little bit of, um, you know. Um, <laughs> Paul Paul Jennings. Uh, hang on, I'm channeling something from my childhood. Forgive me, sir, for being rude. It was not me. It was my food. It got like so lonely down below. It just came up to say hello. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's Unreal Banana Peel. Uh, I yeah, I love those books when I was a kid. Try to open this can, man, but it's no. Just do it. Just do it. It's fine. <laughs> just do it. It's over. Um, where was I? What Burping. Was I? Burping. No, we already did that. <laughs> you. Were... <laughs> oh, sorry, I just don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do not. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, worrying people. Worrying. Yes. Yes. So I say to people, "Oh, have we got any people that worry a lot in the room?" And inevitably, three or four people will put their hand up in a group of fifteen to twenty people, right? And it's like, okay, out of all the things that you worry about, what percentage comes true? Is it even one percent? 
of stuff comes true. Oh, oh, maybe. Not even, maybe. I said, okay. All right, so let's play with 1% because that's a nice number. What if that 1% you actually manifested because you sat there and went, oh, shit, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm I'm so certain it's going to happen. It's going to, oh, fucking happen. See, I fucking told you. (laughs) Right? And this is the this is the thing we 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 twist things to suit our narrative, on one hand. But I also wonder how much we manifest into our world our own toxic belief systems and our own lack of understanding or lack of ability to let go or embrace new ideas. You know, it's like I think about you know when you look at it from a historical perspective, why some of the wars were fought and all these bits and pieces. It's like did we really fucking kill tens of thousands or hundreds or millions of people because of that? Um, yeah, we sure did. Yeah, we did. And mm-hmm. we and we, mm-hmm. we, we still probably do and will. You know, that's an unfortunate part of human existence. However, <clears throat> the interesting thing right now is that we apparently have this totally, you know, misogynistic toxic male leader of the western world yes <laughs> and we're not having any wars <laughs> <laughs> they've all dried up <laughs> interesting mm. interesting mm. and that's i mean my personal belief is i don't think we have a toxic male leader of the world mm. but yeah i just sorry as you were saying they just dawned upon me yet at the moment we're generally on a large scale. I'm not killing people at the yes. moment. Yes, <laughs> this is kind of nice to think about for yeah. a minute. That you know, the Korean guy's taking his hand off the button. Mm. Sure, the Chinese might be doing a bit of saber rattling. Maybe mm. I don't think they are actually personally. Syria's all dried up. Afghanistan's not even having anything to say, and all the troops are gone. Oh, mm. I don't. Do we have any soldiers overseas? Yeah, yeah, we do in Iraq and Afghanistan. We've got to guard. Yeah, we've got to guard. A, we've got to guard the poppy fields in Afghanistan. Exactly. For, um, well, for the Taliban, for yeah. the pharmaceutical industrial complex exactly. to continue. Yeah, but continue, I don't think we're actually at war with anyone. Are we were actually just a peacekeeping force. For the first time, a peacekeeping force has actually been out there. Mm. We probably are actually peacekeeping. Mm. Mm, it's not, interesting. Not it's shooting, interesting. Shooting, not shooting other people because they yeah. weren't keeping the peace that we thought they should. Yeah, I think there's a couple of there's some hotspots. Back to the topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's hotspots. There's obviously always hotspots, but on on a general larger scale, you know. However, you know, I think one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is is that we are still living in unprecedented times. Totally. It's um, it's. There seems to be a, a twisted normality, um, in Queensland at least at the moment. Um, you know, I was out in a major shopping centre doing some corporate training today, and there was like only I could count the number of people on one hand that were wearing masks. Mm. So that everyone, many, eh? everyone's dropped that for mm. some for whatever reason. Um, Most people have dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's restrict our breathing. That's a good idea. Yeah, and then run. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's, you know, and I think the reason I'm trying to find a truth or trying to find an understanding of some of these larger questions is like so much of it has been proved to be fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Like there is no major institution that within my lifetime, you know, and then by extension more yours as well, that has not Mm. been, not been 
not proven to be full of shit. I mean, name something. The banking system, politics, mm. religion, science. Pharma. Uh, you know, the Olympics, for God's sakes. You know what I mean? Like there's <laughs> Exactly. Name something. Yeah. And everything is corrupt at some level. Totally. So whatever truths, and I say that in inverted mm. commas, they are, that is based on is not actually truth, you know, because it's actually, or it's, again, we're just dealing with an interpretation of, of perspective and then a manipulation by the narcissistic people that succeed in this society to take advantage of that truth and manipulate those people who are scared to face their own spiritual sovereignty because it's terrifying. And it is. Hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I guess, you know, everything starts with a grain of truth, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Even the banking system. Yes. And I don't know, but I doubt that it was started, started off by someone who was, you know, trying to rip everyone else off and make shitloads of money out of them. Mm. It's probably more like a good idea. Yeah, keep your keep you your know. money in one spot, so you don't have to keep carting around on the back of your horse. You know. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and I'll give you mm. if you give me this money, I'll give you a promissory note or whatever and, it is and, to say that you're and money a little exists. bit extra every month on top of it for yeah. the use of it, and mm. I will use that money. Mm. You know, and maybe it was even backed by gold. You know, well, it was. And that's maybe it was actually gold. It, well, no, it was. Once upon <laughs> and the a time, promissory notes might have been what turned into the cash. Eh? Well, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what happened. Once yeah. upon a time, the monetary system was for every dollar, there was a representative, uh, yeah. either gold or silver or, you know what I mean? Everything yeah. actually was represented in an, a physical representation. Yeah. But that is long gone. That's long gone. It's all it's ones totally and zeros. Gone. It's yeah. all ones and zeros. It doesn't actually exist. You know, money's one of those things that is a truth that we're all... Obs- mm. Well, a lot of people are obsessed by, um, totally. but it's actually not true. That's one yeah. of the biggest farces. You know, it's only it's only true because we've decided that it's true. Well, then money's energy as well. Absolutely, it is. So, absolutely, know. it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really all does come back to energy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the energy of money is quite interesting because money is actually, as a exchange of energy, money is actually really good absolutely and um that's why i like i like paying people with cash because it's a thank you it's gratitude money is gratitude yes as i hand over that money or you hand the money over to me it's thank you for your service yeah it's a physical exchange yeah yeah and we lose that when we do the old tap the card thing yeah you know to a large degree um Oh, me and Kath both found that our our smaller purchases went up once we embraced the tap because it's oh, of course it's irrelevant. You know what I mean? It feels like yeah. it's irrelevant, but That's it's right. not. Yeah. Mm. And when gratitude goes out of money, then um, it loses. It it doesn't necessarily lose anything, but you lose something. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I actually you've you've just opened up a massive can of worms. <laughs> Is lack of gratitude actually where we come to with our lack of understanding of truth and spirituality oh totally yeah you well know? those those positive attributes compassion gratitude mm. love love yeah forgiveness mm-hmm. those things those important things that the Hawaiians call the ho'oponopono you know 
I'm sorry. Yep. Please forgive me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm. I love you. Mm. That's missing in our society. Yeah. Well, that was it. That was pretty uh, strong in the Hawaiian society. That was the law, haha, L O R E, that they live by, mm. based on the L A W of those very vibrations of, yeah. those, of those words. Because it's a karmic thing as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all vibration and energy. It'll come back around. Well, it didn't mean that they didn't have cap- capital punishment either. Mm. Like, you know, there were some crimes in Hawaiian society that you did and you got killed for. Yeah. You know, but they still went through the hot upon upon her. They still did the forgiveness. Because they realized that holding on to grudges was um, was not good for anyone. Yeah, that's the, you know, I've heard that. That's the sort of shit that causes cancer, man. Well, that's right. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. It's poison. It's poison to your soul. I think, you know, we just keep coming back around and around and around that we've mm-hmm. we've established a society that is poisonous to our soul. It's poisonous to our spirit. You know, if, if you uh, show love or gratitude or forgiveness or anything else like that, mm-hmm. that's interpreted as weakness. Yeah. Right? That is, that is yeah. interpreted yeah. as weakness in, in our modern society. Oh, you've just shown me where you're vulnerable. I'll now yeah. exploit that mm-hmm. to yeah. my ends. Well, see, any time that we, we trap energy, anything, let's, let's uh, say energy is a river of water. Mm. When the water's flowing, it's crystal clear, it's beautiful. Mm. When it starts to dry up or... Get stagnant. Get stagnant. Mm. Shit grows in it, the fish die, mm. you know. So to keep energy healthy it needs to be moving yeah now if we go back to our original premise where you know if i tell you to um that it's a good idea to do this particular one, one yoga pose, for yoga pose life, yeah you know you do that for the rest of your life then just just even on a physiological scale how are you going to look you're going to have a big right foot and a little skinny left leg because you're never using that you're one. never using you it know? yeah you're going to but lock on an up energetic sort of level stuff, yeah. it's even more yeah and let's extrapolate that up to what you were just talking about, where um, where we have larger energies trapped mm. in corporations, mm. in churches, mm. in different religions, in different different things. Where we're looking at it on a on a macro scale, not a micro scale now, yeah. where we have energies trapped mm-hmm. in largely useless rituals. Yes, where people are entrapped in those rituals. Yes. And then the fabric of society develops this entrapment to those entrapment, this this growth, this this mm. this stagnant energy. Mm. And uh, I think that's what you're looking at now in our society is there are way too many pools of stagnant energy. Yeah. The flow isn't there. No. Things are the not balance. moving as they should. There's no balance. Yes, there's, there's no, no balance give, there's no the take. It's you must do this, you yeah. must do that. Yeah. All those L-O-R-E's that we've created for ourselves, right in the freaking traffic act. My mm. God, some of that is just so basically stupid these days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I did learn, though, when I had to do the naughty driver course because I lost my license. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> had to do the naughty driver course. <laughs> what really came out of that for me was um, I spent four nights going to this thing and it was all about drink, driving and drugs. And I thought, well, I didn't lose my license for drink driving and drugs I lost lost it for things like going fast when it was safe because there's no one else on the road I lost it for um, picking my mobile phone up even though I wasn't talking on it you know bullshit things like that 
But anyway, what I learned was, um, <coughs> excuse me, what I learned was that the um, a lot of those laws weren't they weren't really there for people like me who who can drive a vehicle quite competently. Mm. Still, <laughs> mm. they're for there for people who can't, mm. and there are some people that can't, and that's okay. I'm, I'm not knocking those people. If you're one of those people listening to the podcast, I understand. Yep, you're probably good at something else. Yeah, but you know, weaving your way through a a um, section of road where the barrier on the side might have been damaged, so we have to all slow down to 40 kilometres yes. an hour. Well, yeah. I can drive past that. Other people can't. Seem they can't. And I think you know, we, we saw thing. this. We saw. I've, I've seen this a lot, another application of this in workplace health and safety, yeah. where, and look, we're going to be pretty blunt. Well, I'm going to be pretty blunt. It's catering to the stupidest person. Um, yeah, and so they get home safe. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Which is a good thing, is it? Well, the energy. Of, well, yeah. Okay. Uh, look, and look. We're talking about the Darwin theory, Darwin effect here. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favouritest memes that I got a long, long, like one of my original memes was this guy with his leg in a wood chipper, <laughs> and it basically says that I'm not saying we kill all the stupid people. I'm just saying we remove the warning labels and let the problem sort itself out. <laughs> yeah, well, this is this is probably true on one level or another. Well, look, and I know that's very I mean, blunt you know, and very generalistic. However, it's like yeah. if the problem with either dumbing people down through useless ritual, and look, you could say workplace health and safety laws are, some of them are useless ritual. Um, you know what I mean? Like all these mm-hmm. things, the, the, the traffic, the blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We continue to dumb people down, then... Ooh. They're easily controlled. They're easily influenced. Then the thing is, with all those things, truth and lack of sovereignty and blah blah blah. Look, with all those things, including the Workplace Health and Safety Act and the and the Thou shalt shalt not speed. The the whole the whole thing thing about is it doesn't. It imposes. It imposes legislation, Mm. LORE, on everybody, Mm -hmm. dumbed down. To the dumbest person, mm. to the most, you know, the deepest risk management you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give any latitude to those who can work smarter, safer, mm. drive competently, mm. um, meet their own spiritual beliefs without needing a church to tell them what to do, mm-hmm. um, manage their own affairs without the Communist Party making them share it with everyone else, yes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. You know, digging us out of this this hole here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because realistically, what it does. It's about control. It is about control. It's about control. Mm. Why is it about control? Because I'm the head of the church. Yeah. I have the word. I have the unerring word of God. And my ego needs to tell you (laughs) that I'm right. Yeah, exactly. Back to that, why can't we accept other people's points of view? Because your view is bullshit, obviously. Have we been been subjected to this lately? Oh, no. No, no. Oh, yes. Not at all. Unfortunately, yes, we have. (laughs) I mean, you know. Yeah. At what point does... At what point can you walk your own spiritual truth Mm. and not be nailed by other people who think you should be doing it differently? Yeah. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Look, I've had a ten- I've had a tendency. I mean, obviously, my name's Triff, and I'm a pretty fucking weird guy. However, <laughs> almost on 
and it has been on purpose at times where people have put me into a certain box okay. so so they can be comfortable about having me in a certain space. Okay. Contained, you might yes. say. Contained. Yes. Within a so this is what Triffin's like. Okay. I will purposely get out of that fucking box, shove it up their <laughs> ass, and do something completely different. Of course you will. Just because. Not necessarily because I want to, because it's just something in me that says, hey, 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 hey. This, yeah. We can't do that. Um, you can't do that to me, personally. And again, yeah, my ego needs to go, well, I'm not fucking like that, right? However, it's through variability. Pellegrino was a good... T- choice it's a little delicious beverage but it's 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 making us burp so apologies to everybody what do you mean us <laughs> you've been burping you've just been hiding you've been, been going i've seen you you went off the mic yeah, i may have to go off mic with my little bubbles <laughs> would you like another one yeah, so just, just, mate, just rack, one over to just rack about thanks very much but but um rack up another sand pal yeah we're on the hard stuff <laughs> and we're not order. sponsored by san pellegrino or the other beverage company no <laughs> If I could get I could get behind San Pellegrino. It's quite good. I don't mind it. It's not too bad. It's um, a little bit salty. Yeah, I like it. I mm. like it. Uh, the Mediterranean in me likes it, I think. It makes you thirsty, though. Have you noticed that? Yeah, you want more. <laughs> Which then makes you burp more. How can they get so much freaking water out of one spot? Well, I mean, you know. It probably doesn't all come from that spot, mate. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> what? There's no truth in Pellegrino? <laughs> This is heartbreaking. Well, wasn't it? Isn't, isn't it? Wasn't that one of the the jokes of the nineties, where the first major, one of the first major water bottlers was called Evian, and Evian spell backward was naive. <laughs> I thought Evian was French for something. No, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but, for naive, yeah, yeah, for naive. Yeah, you're buying fucking shit that's in the ground, um, yep. and polluting the world while we're at it. Where were we again? We're diving around here we're, at the moment. We are, we're ducking and weaving. We're ducking we're, and weaving. Because, you know, we really are. I mean, um, it's sort of like when he said, right, that's it, we've wrapped it up. <laughs> you know, realistically, we, we kind of had. Yeah. You know, I mean, how much further can you, can you how, much, how much more accurately can you nail it mm. than what we've done? Yeah, that's the problem. We've... It is true. Mm. Spirit, true spirituality is an individual path, mm-hmm. and anything there that are, anything that acts like a religion, corporation, etc., 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 is control to a certain. Yeah. Dis- well, it, I don't think it starts out as control. No, it starts out of me saying, "Hey, Triff, mm. try this heart-centered breathing thing. Yeah, it yeah. works really well. You can connect the spirit really quickly with heart-centered breathing. It mm-hmm. takes about you know three seconds, and you're just feeling spirit connected. Yeah." Yeah, okay, so you do that and then we have to do it every time we get into a meditation and, mm. you know, then, because that's what, that's what happened with, that is what has happened in the past with groups that I've run, like the men's group, mm. sort of seem, start to have a certain way of doing things and then you think, well, I'm doing this the same way every time, is that the way I should be doing it every time? Mm. I think, well, I probably should do it that way because that's the way that I was kind of shown to do it. Mm. But there again, when I was shown to do it, that was my interpretation of it. And then... That's the end of the circle. Yeah. And then why can't it evolve? Well, it giving, giving, it, giving myself mm. the permission for me to take it to another level, mm-hmm. to some, somewhere else, mm-hmm. 
has been a really crucial part of my learning experience over the past month or so, I think, since I was last sat in this chair talking to you. Well, okay, then let's, let's evolve it then. Mm. So we can agree, is there truth in spirituality? Yes, personal truth. Yes. Uh, is there truth in the spiritual LORES or LAWs that are around the globe with the 5,000 different gods and the spaghetti monster and all that sort of stuff? Depends on your perspective. However, that is a variability that's not absolute. But therefore, there is truth in those things. Therefore, there is truth. For each of those individual instances of cosmic consciousness called people, mm. there is truth for each one of those persons. It may not be truth for you, but it doesn't make it It doesn't make it true. Un- exactly right. And I think, would you also say that the truth that come from any spiritual practice or belief system, majority of those truths are actually common across pretty much all of them? I would say a lot of them are. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Which, which, then, yeah. which therefore would make them truths, I suppose. When you distill it down, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of things that, like it's the trappings yes. of spirituality. So let's... let's, let's Do you need to wear a, you know, yellow robe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you need to... Do you need to wear a giant fucking hat and a hook thing and all this sort of stuff? Yeah, and all that stuff, you know, I mean... Okay, so let's... So we, we, we've answered that question. Let's let's have a look at a deeper question then. Sure. Why is it so hard to recognize your own sovereign truth? And 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 will you ever? Or is it just a constant never ending journey from now until whenever you slip off this mortal coil to the next step? I reckon the reason it's hard to to understand your own truth, is that what you said? Your own sovereign, sovereign truth. Sovereign yeah. truth uh, is because when you start on this path, you are largely... If you imagine you're like a container, your container in the middle of it, or, some, or at the bottom of it, anywhere in it, is, is the seed of truth that is you, that is your sovereignty. Hmm. Floating around in that, there's a couple of sand pellet cans, a cup of coffee, mm. you know, all this trash that you've picked up. Mm-hmm. And that trash that you've picked up are assumptions and beliefs. Yep. Programs. Yep. Um, entrapments, as you like Entrapments. Issues that have evolved from past experiences mm-hmm. where you've baggage, got stuck yep. energy, baggage, yep, mm-hmm. good one, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, on all many levels and dimensions. and. Mm sort of part of the process of uh, of clearing that that I do with with my clients in the healing in the dreamtime healing is 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 removing those one by one those blocks yeah and as it's like the veil you know there is a veil between the worlds mm. and as the veil is like a lint filter um, David Bauer, who teaches like Lemurian <laughs> healing calls it it's like a lint filter man it gets covered in lint and stuff and um, you've got to shake that stuff out. Mm. You've, got to, you've got to clear your veil. Yeah. And as you clear the veil, you become lift more... Lift the fog. Yeah, lift the fog. Yeah. Many, many analogies. But as you start to remove these things and you challenge this, this, this belief system that I must always step around the white squares or if I tread on the cracks, 
Or break your back. Or fall through, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. I'm using some silly examples. Oh, to no, be we, used not to, specific. we used to play that game when I was a kid, you know, walking home from school yeah, with all the broken asphalt, step on the crack and break your back or whatever it is. So you'd spend Yeah, your so whole, it becomes a thing. The whole way home, you couldn't step on a crack. <clears throat> yes, so superstition. You know, but there could be, depending on your structural belief system, could be someone, no, if I step on a crack, that's actually going to happen. Yeah, it's like pointing the bone at yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you <laughs> So just, it becomes yeah. a becomes a psychic projection. It becomes an internal curse. Okay, let me ask you a different question. Sure. The basis of a lot of ancient religions that we understand, their rituals were either psychedelic in nature um they either had you know that's why you have the bread and the wine or the you know the body and the fucking whatever it is the blood and the body of christ is that psychedelic or is that representative that's representative now but there is there is a line of thinking that original christianity was a um, mushroom cult (laughs) that's interesting there is yeah yeah. no there is there is yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the the mushroom and the cross yeah (laughs) That's um, cool. I've um, never heard of that. You know, the red and the white, that sort of stuff, right? There's yeah. actually there's actually some interesting evidence to suggest that. Huh. Do you think that these mainly pedestrian rituals, uh, for want of a better term, have lost their power? Because, you know, I mean, even if we think about the Bora Ring that we went and saw mm. up at the Glass House, mm. I mean, that's been danced, ecstatic danced to yeah. that level. Yeah. Now, that's not psychedelic however if you could think about that group conscious them running around the clapsticks the ditch oh, like, yeah. like that would yeah. you would get to a psychedelic state right <laughs> yeah yeah um so do you think that we've lost the true understanding of ritual to therefore actually pro- progresses forward because i mean one of the founding questions we had when we started this podcast and one of the founding things because it's like when are you a man you know, one day you wake up and you start owing people money. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, that's when you become a slave, man. Yeah, you can you 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 can buy alcohol and get drunk. That's right. Without sneaking to keep around. you happy, so yeah. you keep keep you paying dopey. the money yeah, and being the slave. Dopey, yeah, yeah. Um, man, you're asking a lot of questions here. I am. Which one do you want me to answer? Oh. <laughs> or try to answer? Hey, well, about the boring. Yeah. Okay, that boring was really interesting. Mm. I didn't get a whole lot of energy coming off it personally. I don't know if you did. I didn't sense a lot. I tried to. Didn't get a lot coming out of it. I could almost hear the music. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I could hear something. But you know, so, okay, a boring is a round ceremonial space. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you remember when I got on Google Maps and looked at it from yes, above? Yes, I've showed people a lot of that. I've showed a lot of Have people you? that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Because... There's a pine tree plantation mm-hmm. to the south of it. Yeah, and it, it spiraled to the boring. Yeah, and pine trees are planted in straight rows. Yeah. But the ones that have grown and that, that would be, what, 30 years old, those pine trees? You would think so. Around they're, they're, about they're 30 nearly, They're years. nearly ready for harvest. If you look at it from Google Maps, then you can... You can Google it, and it's in the Glasshouse Mountains. Yeah, Boring Glasshouse Mountains. Yeah, and you'll yeah. find it. And have a look at the pine trees. They have grown in in they have grown in a circular, as if it is emanating the reflecting circle, the boring, reflecting yeah. the boring circle. It's absolutely amazing stuff. Yeah, and the and the pineapple plantation that's next to it, right the where the energy from the boring would go. Those plantations aren't as strong. That's correct. 
You yeah. know, like it's actually a very, very fascinating interpretation. Yeah. So, so that, the energetic imprint yes. of that boring yeah. after generations and generations of Aboriginal ritual, mm-hmm. Aboriginal corroboree. Static ritual. Yeah. A static ritual. Yeah. You is know, still, in some ways, is still apparent on the landscape. So what's the only ecstatic, what is an ecstatic ritual that we can, that we do now, apart from getting fucking blind on our 18th? <laughs> well, I don't think, uh, you know, that's the whole drug thing, isn't it? It's the whole, the whole drug business. I mean, where can you go and dance around the campfire and to an ecstatic sort of point where you lose lose your well you don't lose but you gain you increase your perceptiveness of your psychic abilities mm. get into a trance like state yeah uh, quite naturally i'm not talking about taking any drugs here just naturally from the tempo the and tempo the, and the and movement the group, and the fire the, and the, the group consciousness yeah. yeah wow you know where can you do that mm. not many places no i mean and that's why I'm do asking, you feel free to do that yeah I mean, I've had a couple of bashes at it, and my uh, my ego gets in the way. Well, you're a white man. Yeah, well. And there's part of that, you know what I mean? That that rationalistic, scientific. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that's that's the conditioning and yeah. the programming and stuff that we spoke of earlier. Mm. Perhaps that is still still that some of that is still rife within my psyche. I don't know. So if, if we could still, if we could achieve ecstatic, so you, you again, that's your own personal psychedelic ecstatic tantric whatever yeah. type of experience you want to talk about that's the true experience though, that's, that's what i mean right yeah. so but the, the the modern ritual from a modern spirituality point of view doesn't provide that anymore the you know? modern ritual well you're sitting in the pews reading the book oh yeah totally not you know yeah. what i mean there's no well you know let's track it back to what i had said out of my personal experience there was a time when doing that was quite quite experience for me yes and it is for other people and there's a time when that experience becomes not not required the potency of it wears out Mm. and they sit there not achieving a thing Mm. so there is a point where that just keeping up appearances really yeah but then to move from that to move on from it i just wonder whether a whole lot of this can be related to um, spiritual development through perhaps the chakra system even, you know? You know, as you sort of raise your vibration, raise mm. your energy. I mean, the, you know, your, your base energy, you're finding your, finding your place, your groundedness first mm. and then moving up into, so what you've found, you've grounded yourself, you've got to start, you've found your, your roots sort of thing. Yeah. You then come up and find your interaction in a group, then find your self-esteem, then find your love center, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Type Maslow's, yeah, it's interesting how the chakra systems, because I've studied them a little bit lately. They do reflect How the chakra reflect the, the Maslow need hierarchy. It's quite interesting stuff. So, there's, see, so there's an interesting marry-up of, mm, of the white fella science. Utilizing with a, the, a spiritual science with almost. The, Spiritual science, yeah. And I believe those parallels exist everywhere with well, this stuff. I, I, I've said it a couple of times, however, I think it was um, Alan Watts, I think it was. It's like the fact that science and spirituality are deemed separate does a disservice to them both. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. But it, and, and look, 
and I suppose only from my own personal experience, is mm. that we're here sitting in this awesome place and all the excellent things that I have in my life now without a shadow of doubt in my mind because of a DMT experience that I had, because of a psychedelic ritual okay. that I took part of, yeah, took part in, mm-hmm. where I surrendered to that mm. and it showed me something that I can't communicate. However, sure. you know, it was basically eternal love and, and the bubble theory you know, is pretty much what came out of it. Okay. And I wonder, the bubble theory being that you have an ethereal bubble surrounding you mm-hmm. and you must take responsibility for your sovereign space. However, you also must take responsibility. If you let anything into your bubble, totally, that's your problem because you chose to let it in. Right? Free, free will. Mm. Well, you know, is free will an illusion? There's another discussion. Um, <laughs> well, f- through your free will, you either keep your space clear or you allow something in. It's your choice. But I think a lot of uh, spirituality, a lot of ancient spirituality, a lot of indigenous spirituality is based around some sort of initiation, some sort of ritual that invokes a psychedelic or ecstatic or an experience mm. which marks the occasion, which therefore yeah, gives yeah. you a, a better basis of spirituality moving forward. And Western society has lost that. We don't have that. And I, yeah. one of the base thoughts that I had when we started this all those years ago was the fact that it's because of the lack of ritual. And I think that's what we talked about for a mm-hmm. long time, that mm. never we could never join forces with enough people to get it going and it's sort of the basis of the men's law group now is that there is no ritual there's no understanding right we we can both accept that a lot of the bullshit that we now wait around in is the fault of men but men have had no spiritual awakening they have no true understanding of their sovereign self so mm. therefore they dedicate themselves to war to money to greed to this uh, exp- exploitation of weakness yeah you know, yeah. and I think that's the you know the larger question is if if we can find some truth in spirituality, and if it's individual truth, that's fine. However, where how do we wake everybody up? You know what I mean? Or how do we wake a? I know that more and more people are waking up, and I don't like using that term. However, every day, how about becoming aware? Yeah, becoming mm-hmm. aware. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably a better term. I think you know this whole split between the masculine and the feminine is an interesting thing. Um, probably anthropologically induced more than anything um, where the males are more the are more of the action and the females are more passive which mm. is quite you know don't think that can be very dis- disputed really mm. although there are some men who are quite passive and some women who are quite aggressive yes but I would say there's, that there's a spectrum I would say that they might have um, that they might have crossed the line mm. to you know in probably in uh, trying to find a balance within society yeah. rather than within themselves. Mm. And you know, um, so we have got this division, this this um, lack of stewardship by the male. Mm-hmm. But also a lack of um, ooh, what was the right word? Careful. Yeah, <laughs> a lack of mm, action. You know, loving action 
from the fe- female side, mm. the feminine side. And you know, the thing where, um, you know, like there's no doubt women have been repressed by, by toxic masculinity. Absolutely. Not by, not by masculinity. Yeah, by, by toxic, toxic masculinity. And let's just well, make that uh, delineation because yeah. it pisses me off. They say, oh, yeah, men have done this, men have done that. No, no. Toxic men have done this. Toxic men have done that. Well, is it is it not is it not going back to that? You know, the six percent that run the Western world. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, yeah. They're the guys yeah. that won't hesitate to do whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. That's right, and that's completely out of balance mm. because leadership without compassion. The leadership is there is no. Mm. If you have no compassion, there is no leadership. That's managerial skills. A manager, yeah. a manager, well, what, a manager what you end up says, with "I." Is a dictator. Yeah, yeah. Manager yeah. says, "I." Leader says, "We." That's the yeah basis of the leadership yeah. discussions that I have with the, with my students yeah. you know and I think yeah it's it, the thing is it's 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 one of those conversations that goes round and round and round like you, you can, it's one of those ones that it's like this is the song that never ends <laughs> you know yeah uh, but what's the truth in that what's the truth in this you know what's truth in spirituality okay Ma- tr- masculine spirituality Feminine spirituality. Let's talk about masculine spirituality. What's the truth in masculine spirituality? You know, what's the truth in that spirituality? Well, I think it's been far out. That's an interesting question. What is the truth in masculine spirituality? I think that the problem with masculine spirituality is it's that far out of balance. Mm Mm-hmm. And has been for so long. So the truth of it is it needs to be balanced with something and probably needs to be balanced with the feminine. Absolutely. But not with not with the feminine feminine. No, with the only see, Yes. You know, yes. Exactly. With with the feminine needs to be yeah. balanced. The softer side, the divine yeah, masculine. Yeah. I mean if you like draw a Venn diagram with the little the little bit in the middle. The little bit in the middle, which yeah. looks a little bit like a vagina, you know. Yeah. <laughs> then you've got to have you've got male on one side female on the other side you're born into this body that body mm-hmm. there's a reason why you're born into this body and that body and we'd mm-hmm. have to get into perhaps past life and karma and things to understand why that is or maybe it's just because you've got to have duality yep. to create life yes and you do have to have duality to, to create life that's correct yeah and uh, the only reason there's male and female is because duality crea- must exist. The yeah. creation of the world mm. had to have duality. duality. Yeah, yeah. So uh, as a male, you've got your maleness. Mm. Your maleness. <laughs> <laughs> there's another word in the dictionary. Yeah, your masculinity. You don't have in our society. We haven't had for a very, very long time any male guidance as to what makes you a man that's you said that earlier yes what makes me a man well we have but it's twisted well yeah we do okay so yeah so you know there we are so what do we need to balance it with we need to balance it with our with our feminine nature Mm. i mean because you have to have that yin the yang the duality you've got to have your shakti shiva you've got to have the balance it's duality within within self is is it is it the fear of that duality oh yeah totally that is holding a lot of us back Totally, yeah, because it's it's not been taught to us. It's not mm. been explained, and we we we'd had it perceived as weakness. Yeah, uh, which is another big problem. Yeah, but like in indigenous culture, up to the when you became the age where as a female you had your first bleed, mm. as a male your first spilled seed. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know whether that was with a bit of playing around or it just happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, they're the they're the parallels. Mm-hmm. When you became reproductive, basically, mm-hmm. then up to that point in time, you were just a child. Yes, you were not any gender. No, you were just a child. You had no worries. You had nothing to worry about. There was no, no this and that. No guns for the boys and bloody you know whatever, whatever yeah. dolls for the girls or whatever. Yeah. You're just a child playing, enjoying life, being looked after mainly by the women, which mm. is okay. Mm. It's really cool. Men were out hunting, doing what they do. Mm. That's just how it was. Mm. Okay. Um, then when you do come into initiation, you're separated. Mm. The males and the females are separated out mm. and your life becomes completely different. There's a, there's a change. There's a cultural switch mm. that flicks. Yeah. And you have become yes a male, and a lot of those uh, cultures too, they would change names. So whatever you right? yeah, yeah, some of them, some of the Indian cultures and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So you would yeah. you would go in one name, mm. and you may come out another name. Mm, interesting. Like your you your actual entire identity. So you had like a child's name, then a then a, then a, a man, grown up yeah, name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do believe that in that teaching of so you were taken away by the man. Mm-hmm. to be initiated mm-hmm. okay but in that teaching you were taught how to treat the women yes you were taught the way of that the law mm. of that culture mm. the ritual of that culture mm. okay which you know is interesting because well, depending on that culture you, right were, you were wrong, in yeah. that culture yes and that was that. And, and that was their and, truth. That and was their there was system. no questioning, though, no. back in those sorts of days. This is what it is. You know? Mm. Um, and I guess that's one level of spirituality. Mm. But it's the level of spirituality, whilst it worked very harmoniously within, within that law group. Yes. Uh, until it was exposed to something external, mm. it was working fine. Exactly. And as soon as he's exposed to a, a different idea, yeah, that maybe yeah. contradicts whatever system that exists in. Yeah. Then, then it gets thrown out of whack. Yeah. Then the question yeah. comes. So, so is yeah. that therefore true spirituality, or is it just an ecosystem within an isolated continent? Speaking mm. of the Australian Aborigines, for instance, mm. that was quite fine on itself—a very delicate balance. Mm. That was easily tipped. Yes. When the colonials came along, or the yeah, colonialists, when, whatever we, what do we call? Them? I'm not sure. Them, them people, them white fella. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because it could work okay on its own. Mm. Yeah. But there again, when I think about that in speaking, which I haven't thought about it outside of this conversation from this point of view, is that any different? Having that indoctrination, having those laws, L-O-R-E's, is that any different to being brought up in a Christian faith? I don't think that it is. That's the I thing. I think it's the same. It's all the fucking it's the same. same. And, I'm, and I'm not yeah. talking about now where, no. where we're all so fucked up. Yeah. I'm talking about back there when when the guy went out and ploughed the field behind the horse, mm. looked after his animals, mm. looked after his crop, looked after his family, looked after his kids. Mm. The boy followed dad. The mum learned how to. The mum looked after, you know, the the daughter. But is is learned how to cook, how to prepare, how to yeah. look after kids, how to how you know, and that was an ecosystem within itself that mm. worked fine for centuries. Mm-hmm. 
but the know, thing is, but, well, is there it, were the cunts up the hill that were taking taxes, but we'll yeah. forget about them. <laughs> but again, is that is that? And again, is it not twenty twenty retrospective? Because is that not a fucking pipe dream within itself as well? Like you know, being but that was in existence, wasn't it? And it worked quite fine. Let's let's was take it? let's take you know? England. I mean, yeah. it seemed to be working fine until the Saxons appeared. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's your contrast, right? There's your there's your external yeah. element. The Vikings, got this the Vikings of, turned up and just took whatever they wanted. And actually, ups, Vikings ups the fascinate me. You know, there they were, and because they had fuck all, they thought they could take it from other people. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they're in this bloody horrible. Cold, I mean, you know, excuse me, Viking people. Unforgiving Unf- space. Unforgiving yeah. space with no no good farming country, um, you know. And so they went and took resources from other people and mm. brought them back home. Were they, I, If I believe the story of Ragnar that I've seen on the Vikings <laughs> television show, which is, you know, Ragnar, did he exist? Who, who knows? Know, yeah. But his main thing, he was a farmer. Mm. His main thing was... Let's go and find some good farming land. And he wasn't... I don't think he was trying to conquer England. He just wanted a place to settle. Yeah, he just wanted somewhere... He wanted a farm, man. Yeah, yeah, that was... And at one stage, they almost had it. Yeah. Until some dickhead fucked up and started fighting someone about things. Yeah. You know, ego got in the way. But again, is... It could have been a peaceful settlement of of the North people Mm. in England Mm. when that farm was granted. Mm. You know, sure, I don't know a lot about the history and it's probably largely... Televised, my televised version yeah, may not but, be accurate, but but history is always written by the victor. They say that's the other problem as well. Well, know? yeah, that's really true. You know, and, and but the Vikings are fascinating because their footprints all over the globe. They're not absolutely. Just, it's, it's quite fascinating yeah. how yeah. far they actually went in search yeah. for whatever it is they were searching for. Yeah, you know, and a lot of their you know the Norse Norse mythology still rings true to today. You know, we talk about spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know, Thor and all those sorts of things. That's still a story. Santa, as we know, it came from a northern Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Saint Nicholas, that sort of stuff. You know, yeah. like that's that's all very much northern Norse mythology that is carried through across continents and mm-hmm. and, and generations. Um, yeah. Well, it just strikes me as interesting that back in the day, the truth was the law, L O R E. Whether you're in England, Germany. Bloody, probably in China, Mongolia, Australia, South America, North America. The law was the truth in spirituality mm. was the law. Mm. When we were tribal, when we were earth-based, mm-hmm. when we were within isolated ecosystems of culture mm-hmm. if, i don't think ecosystem is the right word for that so any anthropologist yeah, cultural can, systems can, or whatever can correct me on what the, the anthropological the term for that is pods yeah. or something yeah. these days look it's arguable whether we are more spiritually advanced now than we were then i think we are you think we are i think we are okay how because we are not confined to a certain to that singular, L-O-R-E. To that singular and we system. are now, as we started this conversation, saying that the truth is within. Mm. Back in those days when people were so so happy, we think, yeah. were so close to the earth, we know they were, but how actually enlightened were they? Mm. Were they were just going from day to day, doing what dad did, doing what mum did mm. within this 
this culture which worked, arranged marriages mostly, um, not much free will really. Mm. You know, um, now the issue these days is we have so many choices. Yeah, analysis paralysis or, you know, the paralysis of choice. I think we are more spiritually enlightened these days because we have those choices. But do you think every generation over the years would say, oh, we're we're, we're definitely better than they are? Mm, I don't know. Is that not not ego talking in some perspective as well? Well, I've got to add into this, you know, the fact that, um, you know, back in the 60s, the dawning of the age of Aquarius, Mm -hmm. perhaps... Have you ever tried to look up that? It's, it's so impossible to find that when the Age of Aquarius started. Yeah. But I mean, you know, all the... Or, or when it's going to finish, by the way. Because if it's the dawning of the Age of Aquarius, which is going to have to go through till we get to the end of Aquarius when the new, when the new world starts, mm-hmm. you know, the one we're all hoping is going to happen in our lifetime because we really want to see the well, shit come the to an end. It's just the procession. Now, the Age of Aquarius goes for like 3,000 fucking years. Well, it's, <laughs> so don't expect it's, it to happen. <laughs> it's the procession of the equinox. It is the procession of the yeah. equinox, exactly what it is. Yeah. But, you know, back in the 60s... Which is a 25,920 years. Yeah, so divided by 12, because there's 12 zodiac signs, mm. and there's your... That's how long each one is, so don't... Well, one, the thing about the... Don't burn your robes yet. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to see out this life and it's still going to be fucked up. Yeah. Well, the thing about the procession of the equinox is that one degree is roughly 72 years, which is yeah, the yeah. average life expectancy of a yeah. human. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, you know, back in the 60s, we started to wake up the age of Aquarius. Yeah. And we started to throw out a whole lot of tradi- traditional thinking, mm. you know, across all cultures, I think. You know, uh, especially, I mean, you know, we threw out a whole lot of the old traditions, the old ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. And i got to admit, personally, you know, being born in the 50s mm. and having grown up through the 60s and 70s, exciting time in lots of ways i mean i wasn't in that i wasn't a teenager in the the 60s free love category yeah i was just i was you know in my you know early early teens teens sort of thing um but you look at it now and some of the culture that we threw out some of the tradition that we threw out has actually been detrimental to our culture yeah some of the discipline and some of these understandings and bits and pieces yeah yeah On, on on one level yeah but on another level it's uh, it's actually freed us up to mm. be able to make personal choices, mm. to be able to, you know, you can choose if you want to be a Hindu or you want to be a Christian or you want to just do your own thing or you want to be a Buddhist or mm. a Zen monk or, you know, there's so many choices now. And I think this is, um, this is the, this is the enlightenment of this age mm. that we can choose the path that feels right for us, that yeah, feels again, the, truth, personal sovereignty. the truth for us, personal yeah. sovereignty, coming yeah. back to that personal sovereignty thing. Mm. And realistically, look, you know, if we think about cycles of time, we think about the evolution of the human race, mm. and if we agree for the minute that, at least in this dimension, time's a constant in only one direction... Mm. You know, then we've got humanity growing up and we've got 
like I believe in past lives, okay? Yep. So if I was born back in the caveman days, I'd, you know, learn about food and fire. Mm. It'd be pretty simple. Mm-hmm. You wanted a wife, you clubbed over there and dragged away by the hair, apparently. Mm. It was pretty simple. Mm. Um, then you sort of come through and you've got, you know, more, you know, stone structures and stuff and you start to think about iron and stuff then you start to got yeah but see i think that's fucking but i think that's well yeah but what i'm saying is there's a there's a progression through the ages of history that we know of yeah that that goes through no history that i I have to i have to argue that it's history that we're taught it's not the history that we know the history history that that we're taught yeah yeah, because the history that we know of and this podcast is dedicated to a fair percentage of it sure there there is no linear like you know like it's like but there is a spiritual progression there no there? I, don't, I don't i don't you don't think so no i don't really i i, I, I <sighs> well even even just looking back at what what we agreed upon a- availability with- of spiritual practices has become more tolerant oh, um i can agree with that yeah. is that because there's a spiritual evolution going on yeah but people are more fucking confused than ever about it you know you would you know it's something it's something like you know i was hearing a pretty sobering statistic today that pre-covid eight people six men and two women were committing suicide every fucking day in australia okay during covid it's now 12 Mm, sure right people i'm not surprised no i'm not surprised either however Mm. you know that that yeah, suicide is still something like, you know, in the top three main causes of death between for men between the ages of 30 and 55. Sure. Right, so if, some, if we are that devoid, it's that statistic. Because if, you know, I wanted to talk about love and the fact how perverted that word and that term and that feeling has been twisted so mm-hmm. far from what mm-hmm. it actually is in the modern society. Mm-hmm. You know, if if twelve people a day, and that's the t- statistics they want to let go um, of, if that many people a day are that devoid of meaning and understanding, like there is a, whilst a, yes, okay, there is more options available. I don't think, I think our spiritual advancement is almost stalled. I think, and maybe it is analysis paralysis. Maybe it is. There's too many options. Maybe there is no. Maybe there's external influences too. Well, this is the thing. Like I was, I wanted to, you know, had a couple of things I wanted to ask you there. I mean, mm. you're a man of experience, right? You, you, you're a lot older than I am. However, you know, do you think it's been a progression throughout your existence? I mean, you, you've looked at it from I a number so. of different angles yeah. to get to where you are now. There's definitely been a progression. I mean, you know, beg to differ slightly. Uh, on the history thing, I still think there's been a progression of um, of both awareness and therefore spirituality within the human race yeah. through, throughout the ages. I mean, we've got to believe a certain amount of that history. I mean, I know history is written by the conqueror, etc., etc., mm. but we do agree that you know, back in the day, there you were, the LORE of the district, even the even the town, even the next valley that you lived in from the people in the valley next to you mm. was different. Yeah, it may have been, yeah. Yeah, it may, may have been different, yeah. yeah. Uh, to now where, you know, 
Our, our awareness spans the globe. Mm. And so, you know, is it just that there's more information? But I, I do think, I guess with the work that I do, when I see past life progressions and people progressing through their different things, I do know that when we go back to to um, earlier times with people, that it is way more just about survival or the farm or yeah. something else than it is about spirituality. Well, you know, although when, you when could... we go right back, and I'll throw this into the mix, when we go right back, it's more about spirituality. Exactly. So it's like there's a there's a spirituality, then there's a dumbing down, then there's an opening up again, and mm. we're into the opening up phase. Yeah. So that's an interesting thought. And I suppose that's where I come from, right? Yeah, it's okay, like, I'm seeing that now. Thank you. You know, it's yeah. like there, there is so much evidence for uh, that once upon a time there was a global spiritual society that, mm-hmm. may have, that shared symbolism and maybe mm-hmm. construction techniques and understanding and all that sort of stuff. And it seems that it was global. It seems that there was a basic system that was global that was based around star worship or whatever, you know, yeah, Palladian was it, Orion. Was it global because of the extraterrestrial influence? Maybe. You know. The ability for it to be global, I suppose, is a good mm-hmm. question. Um, yeah, I just think, I think Western society at its core is designed for us not to be spiritual. And that that's what, mm-hmm. and you almost might want to throw in there. We talk about past lives and and you know what comes out of that. Post World War Two was a very very interesting place, um, you know. And there's obviously the the spiritual awakening of the '60s was those babies that were born mm-hmm. in the late '40s mm-hmm. waking up in the '60s and going, "Hey, this is all bullshit." Mm, of course. Um, but again, just to lend credence to what I was talking about before, not without a massive fucking amount of psychedelics, man. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that's what fed the music that we still listen to today. That's yeah. like you know, like yeah. there, there's, and you would almost argue that the dumbing down and the and the the re um, ordering of society came with the outlaw of psychedelic drugs. Mm. It's possible. You know, you can't deny the role of psychedelics in the 60s for the revolution that came, you know, and in the right set and setting, and it's very important, set and setting is very important. It can be a very, very fucking enlightening experience Mm. that makes you see that a lot Mm. of the shit is shit. I I I think it's double-edged. I think that that, um, the psychedelic thing is a double-edged sword. In some ways it does it does provide an awakening. Mm. But maybe it's too accelerated at times? I don't think it provides a solution. Well, I don't think there is a solution. Well, (laughs) I think think that might be a solution. Um, To what, though? In some way. Well, well, to spirituality, I guess. Mm. Uh, It can be a very, seemingly a very spiritual experience and it can give... uh, Clarity, an opening of awareness yeah. that sort of is like a parting of the clouds, a lifting of the veil to show you the way forward. Mm. But because you've seen the way forward, doesn't mean that you've travelled it. No, that's true. And um, th- there are people who have. There's a particular guy 
who I know who used to run trips to South America. Yeah. And they would do ayahuasca ceremonies and all this kind of stuff. And he did it for quite a few years and realized that realistically, just what I've just said, the fact that people saw these things, they saw their faults, they had enlightenment and saw all this stuff and they within thought that, they'd done the that work. Within that ecosystem. Well, yeah, they'd... Because they'd seen this, they thought they'd seen the light. They assumed they'd done the work. But as he watched these people over the years, none of them actually progressed. Because they saw, they, th- they had seen what they thought was a revelation, was a revelation. Mm. But having not done the work, the spiritual work, to walk that path, yeah. none of them actually progressed, which was interesting. So I think, and I think back to my own experiences, like, you know, I, um, you know, the very first experience I had in church was very much like that. It was very much of an awakening experience. It wasn't a psychedelic experience, but it was like, bang, download of information, like I said about the Bible becoming this amazing thing that was like living water, like they say, it was just amazing. I mean, you know, I'm not biased one way or the other, but that's just what the fuck happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know? And it was, uh, I suppose, in some ways you could call it almost a psychedelic experience because it was that awakening of that experience. It was revelatory, you know? transcendent. Revelatory, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick your adjective. But man, you've got to kind of do the work then mm. to pace up to it. Yes. You know, and I think that's where a lot of people fall into the trap with the psychedelics. They keep going back for more of yes. that revelation. But realistically, it's like when you get a download of something, you get this great you know, insight from spirit. Clarity, yeah. Clarity on something. You think, wow, that's really good. And then next thing you know, there's not a lot of clarity going on. No. And you feel like, oh, what happened? What have I done wrong? Where where did I fall off the path? But you know what? Yeah. That big download of information that you got, that big boost of clarity, you have to then assimilate that into your psyche. Yes. So that you can take the next bite the yes. next download and if you don't have that assimilation time you don't progress yeah we called that we me and franco and i actually want to get i've got to get in touch with franco i want him to be in on this conversation i want mm-hmm. to talk to him about That'd belief be systems um i did actually think maybe we should have franco in here with us i think that'd be a really that'd good conversation cool. me and franco good. that'd be a very interesting conversation yeah i'd really welcome that um however he me and him came up with what we called the rubber band effect right mm-hmm because psychedelics will give you an accelerated experience that maybe you're not prepared for, right? And what happens, um, and I use actually uh, my mate Dan, I, I, we've talked about this on the podcast together, so he doesn't care. However, he went to um, Vipassana and had a very transcendent experience, very revelatory experience. He, you know, 10 days silence, vegan food, all that sort of stuff, very earthy, da da da. Left Vipassana, had a hotel room booked, mm-hmm. but as soon as he got back into society, he bought a bottle of Jack Daniels, bought a bucket <laughs> of KFC, like the just habits like, die yeah, hard. He man. just well, he but Fell he back he, into the vibration. Well, he went like totally the, like even more so. Like wow. he's you know like That's interesting. but it's the rubber band effect, right? It's like you can run. You know, Franco says this to me all the time. You can't continually run up a mountain; you're going to fall eventually, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, 
and it's that slide back, as you say, that assimilation. It's the assimilation time. of it that you need yeah. to reset your rubber band. To yeah, take the exactly. Next That's exactly right. Yeah. Because if you don't reset your yeah. rubber band, you keep running. When you when it lets Snap-o. go, it's gonna, and you're going to go back past where you were and tumble down <laughs> further <laughs> yeah, down the hill. Exactly right, and you've got to start again. <laughs> You know, yeah, you got to know when you feel that elastic band getting to a certain temperament. Yeah, you got to stop there and stop there and wait for the yeah, wait for the wait little, for everything to come little catch, thing up to catch up again. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. That, and yeah, totally, you I know, like it. And the other the other one that so um, true. I think you might resonate with. It's like, oh, I'm off the path. I'm off the path. You know, mm. oh my god, I'm off the path. I'm off I the can't path. Hear spirit anymore. Blah blah blah. Right. The the thing about the you know and the the analogy that I use is because I grew up. Um, driving on dirt, right? I grew up mm-hmm. rally driving everything that I could get my <laughs> hands on, basically. And um, so it's like, imagine the smoothest, widest, sweeping corners rally dirt track you can think. It's just beautiful. beautiful. Like it excites you just thinking about yeah. it, right? That's the path. There, there's your path, man. It's beautiful. But guess what? Oh, next to that fucking path is a dirty great spoon drain. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, and everyone thinks that when they're off the path, they're they're so far from where they need to be. Bullshit! You're 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 a step away from where you actually, you know. And you can have one step on the track and one step in the spoon drain, or you could spend your life in the fucking spoon drain and never find your way out again. But they're right fucking next to each other. That's right. They exist at the same. Everything exists at the same time. Like mm-hmm. there's an infinite mm-hmm. amount sure. of possibilities. You know, I think. What did we talk about last time? You're going to jump the table and punch me in the head or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was only an analogy. Man. Yeah. I'd, I'd never do that to you. <laughs> it was funny though at the time. Yeah, it was good. Like what? Yeah. But um, but that's, that's, you know, every possibility, you, you're never off the path. You may never be on the path either, but it's like, and I think it's the fear of that. Hmm. And and we talk about ritual comfort rituals, right? If you're comfortable in the spoon drain, then what do yeah. you need to leave the spoon drain? That's for? your truth. Yeah, that's your truth, man. And the thing is, we all know, like you know, I do, black dog lived with me for a long fucking time, mate. Mm. I know what's at the bottom of ten gym bean bowls. It's not the answer. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I've I've spent my time in the bottom of the hole. You mm. know, you can get comfortable down there if you choose. Oh, totally. But, you know, yeah. If you use enough, uh, enough. Um numbers and dumbers to keep you there exactly yeah Yeah. it's very easy to stay there if that's what you want to do totally you know i think it's to hide out so let me ask you a question then okay after all talk about truth and spirituality right do you think there's an end point are we you know one of my favorite memes at the moment it's like after enlightenment you still got to do the laundry right (laughs) sure you know (laughs) you can't get away from the laundry is, yeah, look, there, yeah. is there an end point? Are we gonna Are we gonna wake up? You know, could we sit here and you know hold the magical pose for long enough, and then you know our clothes, like the full you know Star Wars thing, our clothes just sink and we ascend into the next level? Or is it is the human condition a never ending fucking you know misery interrupted with times of joy? <laughs> okay. This is what I truly think. You can find that place of absolute peace. Mm. And you can embody that within yourself. Mm. And no matter what you're doing, whether you're shoveling shit or 
working in a bloody space tech lab, you can be in that space. But it's it's hard to hold on to, man. That zone no, no, is hard think, to hold on to. I think you can be in that spot. I reckon there's a point where it just flicks. The switch is flipped mm. and you're there. Sure, you can fall from that height. Yeah. You know? That's like you say, it's very very easy to stay at the, at the bottom of the ditch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's very, also very easy to stay up on the high road, if you want to call it that for want of a better word. Mm. But I think once you reach that, that point of, of peace, of calm within, of balance of your... Um, Is that the, the, the inner energies. peace that's always talked about? Yeah, I think it's there. And I think from that, from that perspective... The shit that other people do doesn't matter. Mm. You know, you can accept the uh, other people's truths, the way other people operate, things they want to do, mm. even the people that are closest to you because it doesn't affect you anymore. Mm. And I, well, think I think then you, yeah. you, you can then have a very peaceful life and you mm. can maybe, maybe on depending on your inclination, you know, are you then going to encourage other people to do that and teach them religious rituals or yeah yeah or are you going to uh are you going to just enjoy quietly like that you know very middle class american looking dude with the check you know the plaid pants and the check shirt and the glasses on who who has a very quiet existence looking after his garden and everyone thinks, man, he's a bit of a nerd, but he's the happiest guy in, the, in that particular location. Because he, he can find you know? God in all things. Sort of yeah, thing. are you going to go and, um, yeah, I mean, I it's, think, the, it's very personal. Yeah. And I, I think it, I think you can get to that point. You do? I, I do. I really do. I, I Yeah, I feel it. I see it. It's there. Oh look, yeah. I'm not saying it's yeah. not there. I've, I've I've experienced it. I think yeah. it's, it's it's maintaining. But I, I will, you know, an observation I thought about mm. as you were talking is that the more understanding you have as the of what we're talking about, you know, picking thoughts up and putting mm. them down mm. and do these sorts of things, your give a fuck meter goes way down. Like I, oh, totally it does. I, I don't because it doesn't a, matter anymore. Yeah, exactly. I don't like this. You like the guy that nailed to the cross, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much pain and suffering they did, he just you know, man, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, forgive them. Yeah. Wow, how's that for amazing? Mm. You know, but you can be in that space. Yeah, but I, the thing is, for me personally, the whole Jesus thing is that if they said that you know he was a carpenter, which means he was a tradie, which means he swore like a drunken sailor, he got pissed, he ate food, and he drove fucking slow in the fucking fast lane on the highway. Yeah. <laughs> fucking tradies. You know, but, but this is the thing, right? Because I'm a tradie. Yeah, I was going to say, are you a tradie? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um, but to me, he'd be a much more believable figure if he actually, you know, he didn't die for all our sins. He was pure bullshit. Like, if 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 he was a man who, let's pretend he was a man who had this awakening experience. He just wanted to yeah. share his knowledge. Yeah. That's all he was trying to do. You know what I mean? He's like, man, listen, just fucking chill out, man. Listen, this is a fucking cool idea. Just listen. It wasn't very popular though. No. Man, you know, look, you know, I don't know how many people were in the world at that time, but he only had 12 people that followed him. And w- but where did he find blokes that and wh- and Luke and uh, Peter and uh, Dave uh, and fucking yeah, exactly. Bob in the fucking Middle East? Exactly. But anyway. and, w- and how come he was white? <laughs> 
But I mean, you know, thing he, is, he's not in a lot. He of, only had of, twelve hey. people who actually followed him, and one of those freaked out, eh? Mm. And you know, um, two thousand years later, we're still sat here talking about him. Yeah. Wow. What sort of, what sort of personal, spiritual power did he embody? Mm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. We I mean, I don't care if he was the son of God or if he was the, you know. Daughter of God, or whatever, what he was, I don't know. You know, um, I think, I think, um, he gives some pretty good examples of, um, you know, of you know, good living. Mm-hmm. He gave some pretty good examples of getting the shits with people as well, tossing people out the temple. So yeah, he certainly had his dark side. Well, that's what I mean. I think. I think you know the thing I mean? is that I, he'd be a much more but believable what did he figure. Body, yeah. you know, what is it? What is this thing? Music, yeah. There's some true spirituality there, you know. There, there is, you know. It's been perverted for sure. But you know, man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you form that next sentence? Yeah, I know. Okay, this is the... Um, that's what I'm thinking. How do I form this next sentence? Right, and that... A- that anyone can achieve that that level. Mm. Anyone can achieve it. It's especially these days. You know, you're not stuck behind a horse plowing the field because that's what your dad did. Yeah. You know, you're not stuck in an Aboriginal borer ring getting circumcised because that was the law. Yeah. You're not, you're not in any particular, you know micro ecosystem of human anthropology we have access to every possible thought knowledge across the whole world through picking up your phone and googling it for fuck's sake but is that a good thing well it's a it's it's a it's an access of information that we've never had before yeah and you know um Balance that out with what we've talked about Mm. and I have found to be true that all of those um, indigenous cultures, when you boil it down, Mm. had really the same basic tenements, the four elements, the four directions and spirit, Mm. you know. And you take that, that very simple, you know, cosmology, whatever you want to call it, mm. you you think about the duality that exists within that system on its own. You've got the male element, the female element. You've got, you know, the sacred up and down, mm. as above, so below. Yeah. And it's not as below, so above. It's as above, so below. <laughs> Push you and know. pull the the dark, yeah, and the all light, this the stuff, and you take force. that that whole ecosystem, and mm. you think, okay, now, how does that relate to me? Mm-hmm. And then you start to explore that and embody that, mm-hmm. and start to raise your own energy, and other things fall away. Mm. You start to pair off all the all the assumptions and beliefs, and the programs, and the societal. Things but that it's so much easier said than done, though, isn't it? You know, like I think it can be done easily. Yeah, I think it can be done easily. Mm. Oh, it takes work. Okay, it takes it takes dedication. 
Discipline. Discipline. Mm. Discipline is a harsh word. It takes well, dedication. Interpretation is what the, yeah. the discipline. The it interpretation takes, of discipline is what is harsh. Yeah. Without discipline, nothing can be achieved. What, what it takes is one thing: the decision to do it. And to there not, is no try, to only not, do. Yeah, and to not turn from the path. But yeah. what is the path? The path of exploring the truth of spirituality for yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to end with a just a small question. <laughs> cool. Why? 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 Why do we need a spiritual path? Why do we need a space study? Why do we need? Because the thing, you know, one it's, of the one of the big really one question. of one of the big awakening moments to me, uh, I was, and it was only a few days after I had my DMT trip, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, after I decided not to jump off the Great Australian Bite. Um, <laughs> Fair enough, good idea. Well, that was the plan. Anyway. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Didn't, obviously. Mm. Um, however, yeah, I was standing at Majura Pass, which is between South Australia and Western Australia border. And it is that, it was the day was that clear, and the, the country there is so big that I perceived that I could literally see the curvature of the earth. Mm. And I can show you a photo, but the photo does no justice mm. of, of what I felt while I was in that spot, you know. And it dawned on me there that I was nothing, mm. right? That I was, I was a speck of dust on, the, on a speck of dust on, an eye, on the eyelash of the universe, right? I yeah. was, yet at the same time, so that's one hand, man. You're nothing. You less than nothing. Like you, the, the, you're a drop in the ocean. The ocean forgot about, right? Mm-hmm. However, on the other hand, you are the most powerful fucking creator and manifester mm-hmm. that ever existed, absolutely ever. And that is the push pull you talk about. The mm-hmm. that that is the, that is the contradiction, the dark light of existence. However, that doesn't. Why? Is there a why? Because, I mean, that's the, you know, for those of us that are curious, Mm -hmm. that's what keeps us playing with the thoughts. It's like, okay, that's really interesting. Doesn't really tell me why. So I'm going to put that down. It's valid perspective. I can accept that. I'm going to pick this one up. And why do we do this? Right? You know, it it doesn't... Because, and the reason I ask why is that as I say, we had Matty Noonan in here, and he's like, well, it all means nothing, and that's the contradiction, is that you're uh, a meaningless life, and try, a meaningless life trying to attempt to give it meaning. However, in my research, you talk about history, you talk about understanding, or, or truths, or laws, cultural laws, belief systems. So many of them are bullshit. So many of them are, are built on foundations of sand, they're so tenuous or so thin. The veneer that 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 hides behind some of these things is so shallow and so in. in, in it, it, there is no truth there. It's a lot of bullshit. So it's like, okay, so if it's all bullshit, then what are we doing? Why? Why? I know that's just a small question to end the podcast mm. on, but <laughs> well, really, it's man's nature. 
or mankind's nature to explore. Does it be humankind? Because, you know, there is no man without the woman. This is the thing. Well, mate, when the person, person puts the person in the person box, <laughs> we'll know we've received some person on that day. Yeah. 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 So much for the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> so, it seems to be humankind's... Mm-hmm. Um, nature to explore to expand yeah but is it not a virus's nature to explore and expand <laughs> absolutely well the virus has spirit too mm. so it's spirit's nature to mm. explore and expand mm. you know if we don't believe we have spirit then continue as you were having a meaningless life, yeah. fucking people over and making as much money as you can right. and getting a bigger house than everyone else and, mm. and playing, only, and then and only, playing with your toys. And then only Do living it. in two That's, rooms of it. Yeah, <laughs> that might be truth for you, you know. But if you do believe you have spirit and I believe the, the way... The Tao, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. the path is to connect. Is to connect to spirit, to to clear the veil between this connect. world and the next. To connect with our own. So to truly with connect our with your divinity. soul, with your higher self, with, with whatever, with your spirit, yeah. whichever, however you want to describe it. Yeah. So that's the purpose. I believe so. Um, to truly connect with my spirit. Um is a wonderful thing. Absolutely. And to, in the, in the and to drop aside do. all of those assumptions and beliefs and programs and stuff and mm. all the shit that, that really, all those things that uh, as I'm listening to what you were saying, I'm saying, well, yeah, but, you know, there's belief systems there. There's, there's, there's falsities in a lot of the, those, those things. Exactly. And, yeah. and what Maddie says, bless him. You know, it's all just a, what did, what did you call it? It's just a meaningless existence. Well, I wonder why he thinks it's a meaningless existence. Oh, I'm going to get him back in here. I, yeah, I, haven't, finished, cool. I haven't finished that'd with him cool, on that. Because I'd like to know. I'd feel mm. a little bit sad mm. that he thinks it's a meaningless existence. I mean, if he got in there and became the biggest capitalist he possibly could and got lots of money and lived in a big house and used only two rooms, well, that would give some meaning to life, wouldn't it? Mm. And I think I can't, the thing, I can't imagine, and I'm not knocking Maddie. Maddie, you're listening to this. I'm saying, man, no, 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 that's really interesting, and I would love to talk to you. About yeah, that. I mean, this I is the thing. He loves that you feel that he way. loves the contrast. He loves the context. Man, I'm right? excited about about having a, having a having a life where I am connected to spirit, where I where I feel fully alive. Mm. I don't want to feel half dead. Mm. I don't want to be pushed around by some beliefs and assumptions Mm. i want to feel i want to know me yeah i want to be totally comfortable with me Mm. i want to be balanced Mm. and why do i want to do that that's just my nature yeah yeah look i understand i understand yeah fair enough i really like it when i get glimpses of that it's exciting yeah sometimes it makes me cry yeah yeah, the zone, man. The zone. Mm. Seeing those those mm. rare experiences where the veil is either very yeah. thin or, or, or lifted for a nanosecond. Yeah. These are the things that keep us going. I suppose, you know, is that just our own personal perceptions? You know, this, well, this is, yeah. I think what it is is a term I came across the other day 
It's love cognizance. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As your cognizance to experience love increases, mm-hmm. um, it just becomes more and more beautiful. Yeah. 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 And I think one of the one of the things we did um, discuss that you know made I've, I've discussed it with a few boys. I think what I've discussed with you too is that that. One of the things, you know, we talk about the divine masculine and, and, and bringing balance and understanding is that um, love between men it has been lost. And that's not, you know, that's not, you know, you know whatever whatever you want to stick your dick into is up to, is up to you. However, um, <laughs> as long as you're not hurting anyone or any children, I'm totally cool with it. Just be gentle, mate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. No. Um, <laughs> You devil you. Yeah. Um, however. It's, it's 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 love. Yeah. Not lust. Yeah. Not erotic not the, love. Yeah, exactly. Not the physical love. It's actually yeah. heart energy between yeah. brothers. It's an amazing it, thing. It's, it is an amazing thing. It's something that we've lost. And I think, you know, and that, that in itself would provide meaning. I mean, you talk to any soldier from any military around the globe in whatever mm. conflict they're involved in, they're not necessarily fighting for the whoever, the, the stupid fucking idea. They're fighting for the bloke that's next to them and the bloke that's yeah, next to them. Yeah, it's that camaraderie. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it is. You're in, the, you're in the mud and the blood together. That's what it is. Mm. Um, you know, and that's a, that's a bonding that can't be yeah. shaken. But to be able to experience that with your own gender, but also with the opposite gender mm. without it having to have a sexual context. Yes. Is really quite freeing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and there's a, there's a space there where we can do that. Mm. However, I think mm. we've allowed fear um you know like in my lifetime, you know the 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 day those twin towers fell was the day that the fear generated society really took over. Yeah, um, totally. You know and 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 that's what why we they fell. Yeah. Well, it's exact I do believe there was a certain amount of control there. Um, or to implement, and look, we're dealing with it again. You know, I think it's 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 a fascinating thing. Well, mate, I really appreciate your opinions, your time. I think it's a fantastic. It's it's really good to have you in here and explore. And maybe I do speak to Franco. Maybe next time you mm. come out, we'll get Franco in here as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and we'll tee that up as soon as we can. It was uh, a nice uh, unthoughted. 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 There's a unthoughted good word. about. Unthoughted about. <laughs> unedited. <laughs> Um, off the cuff, first thing that came to mind discussion. Yeah, it was I good. think it's good. it is good. Yeah. And just so you're aware, there's a. I haven't actually done anything about it. However, back in the early days, it's like all the words that we make up on the podcast. One day, when I've read all the ten thousand books I want to read and done everything I want to do, I'll go back and I'll create an unlocking the code dictionary and give all these. <laughs> and unthoughted is just another word, isn't it? Because it's 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 recorded, <laughs> mate. What we're gonna do? What we're gonna? You're gonna be part of something special, man. What we're oh, gonna cool. do? Because it's your second time in the studio. Mm-hmm. There's three warrior wisdom books up there on the shelf, um, to your left. Mm-hmm. I want you to grab whichever one tickles your pickle whichever one you are drawn to mm-hmm. and bring it down for me sure yeah Go you're gonna, yeah you're gonna have to move the mic have to move the yeah, mic. yeah i know you're gonna have to have actually to move the mic it's all right it's okay Ooh. i can i can keep us going um so yeah what you it'll be interesting to see yeah which one did you go with warrior wisdom i like it yeah so just uh yeah there you go so all righty so what? So bring the mic up now because we can't hear. 
Hello, Mike. <laughs> do you want me to read this? Yes, I do want you to read it. To stand still is to regress. <laughs> and what's the other one say? Well, on the other side. Yep. A successful samurai should put his heart in order first thing in the morning and last thing at night. So does that not just encapsulate everything we just said? It sure does. And that's what those books do, man. Hmm. They they seem to do that. Like you No, oh, it's beautiful. Right? Um, you know, they're very good, those books like that. Well, mate, have you got anything else? I mean, they can't really sort of end it better, any better than that. Unless you've no, got it's beautiful. Else. It's been a, pr- a privilege and a pleasure, mate. Thank you. No worries, man. I look forward to the next one. Good on you guys. Uh, thanks very much. Really appreciate your time and your support. And, you know, Martin did say, again, any questions? You you know, we know there's a lot of people listening to this around the globe, so mm. just send us What's an email. We don't even want you to need, we don't need to know your name. Call yourself... You know, Penguin 22 or something, you know, whatever. Just, um, you know, yeah. sh- if you've got anything you want us to discuss, then then let us know. Um, hope all is well. At the end of the day, I think love is the answer and, and the love that we're talking about, not the one that's been sold to us through totally. greed and everything else over the last 30 or 40 years. Be kind, be cool, stay safe. Good on you guys. We'll talk soon. Cheers. The world is a vampire.
right on my rage I am still just a rat in a cage and some